Good morning. Let me welcome you today to this Easter sunrise service. In the historic confession, let me greet you. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. As we are gathered together, it has been the tradition in past years for us to share communion in this gathering. However, this morning, because of the social distancing that is a part of our getting together, uh, we will refrain uh, continuing to fast from that precious meal and looking forward to the time when we are all back together again and share that holy uh, sacrament together. Um, as we are here together, though, this day, uh, we share together in an Easter vigil, a very shortened version of this, uh, but we will dedicate a Paschal candle uh, during the midst of this service. The Easter vigil was a time uh, in which the church moved from the darkness, both uh, literally the darkness of the night into the light of the morning, but also uh, figuratively from the darkness of the world and all of the damage that had been done uh, through the Holy Week expression. Uh, you remember the story well, I'm sure. Uh, the passion of Jesus Christ that was marked by his disciples that fell asleep in the garden, his disciples that abandoned him when he was arrested, uh, his disciples among whom there was a betrayer and someone who denied even knowing him. Um, as we gather in the midst of darkness and move into Christ's light, uh, we long for his light within our lives to set all things right. We are gathered here. Uh, we had intended to have a bonfire uh, just outside in a fire pit uh, and to give everyone who was going to participate a candle in order that you could be a part of this service and remember the light of Christ in your life. Um, as we're gathered here in this chapel today, though, we do remember and we uh, let the Scripture be our guide into the light of Christ. This morning, rather than a spoken proclamation, the Scripture itself will write its story upon our lives. Listen and let it be a time of prayer for you as we gather in the midst of our leaning into this beautiful day and this celebration. You will also have the opportunity to sing two hymns. And you'll notice that this morning there are, there, there are no voices to accompany you as you sing. You will have to make your own sounds of joyful praise. These will be familiar tunes and yet the last song that we sing will be unfamiliar to you because it has just been written. Uh, Carolyn Gillette Winfrey uh, is a wonderful author of hymns and uh, she has written a hymn for Easter morning uh, especially for this occasion. And so I hope that you will read and sing. John Wesley gave instructions, sing lustily and boldly as we come to worship. And so I encourage you to sing these hymns as they are shared this morning. Remember also that we are gathered here at 7 a.m., but join us for our 11 a.m. worship at Pittman Park Online as well. Let us enter into this time of, of precious worship uh, in this place. Let us pray. We give you thanks, great God, for the hope that we have in Jesus, who died but is risen and rules over all. We praise you for your presence with us. In Christ we find eternal life. 
Truly He is the brightness of your glory, the very image of your nature. Let no shadow of the grave terrify us, and no fear of darkness turn our hearts from you. Come to us, we pray, in your risen power, in the name of Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Dear friends, in Christ on this most holy morning in which our Lord Jesus passed over from death to life, the church invites her members dispersed throughout the world together in vigil and prayer as we share in His victory over death. Let us pray. O oh God, through Your Son You have bestowed upon Your people the brightness of light. Sanctify this new fire and grant that in this Paschal Feast we may so burn with heavenly desires that with pure minds we may attain to the festival of everlasting light through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Rejoice now, 
heavenly host and choirs of angels, and let your trumpets about salvation for the victory of our mighty King. Rejoice and sing now. All around earth, bright with glorious splendor, for darkness has been vanquished by our eternal King. As we gather near this holy flame, may it remind us of Christ's light shining in darkness, and the darkness will never overcome it. This is the morning when Christ broke the bonds of death and hell and, and rose victorious from the grave. How wonderful is this precious mystery, O God, of your mercy and loving kindness to us. How holy is this morning when wickedness is put to flight and sin is washed away. You restore innocence to the fallen and joy to those who mourn. You cast out pride and hatred and bring your peace. How blessed is this morning when earth and heaven are joined and we are reconciled to God. Holy Father, accept the offering of this candle in your honor. May your light shine through us and drive away all darkness. May Christ, the morning star, be present with us continually forever and ever. Amen. I will read now from the Old Testament, the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 through 2. But there will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephuli. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. From 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 to 28. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ. But each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he says, all things are put in subjection, it is plain that this does not include the one who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to the one who put all things in subjection under him so that God may be all in all. I will be reading from John chapter 20, verses 1 through 23. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. 
Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. And then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they do not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not know that this was Jesus. She said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he said these things to her. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they forgive them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen.
forth in joy to love and to serve God in all that you do. We are sent in the name of the risen Christ. May resurrection bring you all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ is risen. He is, he is risen, risen indeed. indeed.